Okay. Okay. Don't sound so enthusiastic. Neat. Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by my sisters, Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. This week we are continuing our watch of The Wheel of Time Season 2 with Episode 2. So this episode contains spoilers through Season 2, Episode 2 of Prime Video's television adaptation of Wheel of Time. If you want to hear our coverage of Season 1, you need to go back to the beginning of our podcast. I think it's like Episode 1 to 4 because um, we were fools and did two episodes in one episode and how we fit that in. Um, <laughs> yes. And also Amber warning for book spoilers because we might just make references to how things happen in the books with relation to how it happens in the show um, or how it doesn't happen in the show. Um, and and that's kind of the first three books have aspects that have been adapted already. Um, and also, Caitlin has trouble differentiating between the TV show, the books, and her own headcanon. So sometimes she comes yes. out with stuff. <laughs> she's and not it's sure mostly where because it's my headcanon is far superior to <laughs> the books yeah. and the TV show. And I have a strong dislike for straight parent. Yes. <laughs> um, and for full spoiler coverage, if you want to hear my full thoughts and reactions um, to the season in relation to the full book spoilers, uh, go check out Behind the Timeline podcast. I was a guest on with Lindsay for the Dark Friends social uh, when the show was being released. So that's um, episodes in like September, October. Yes. So Am I allowed to listen to those yet? No. Mm. <laughs> Not until you finish the end of the, the, end of the series. Mm, that's like six to twelve years away. Yeah, it was quite a while away. <laughs> <laughs> um, ever and ever. So yeah, 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 I could be dead by then, Aaron. Could be. <laughs> Do you want me to miss could out be. on the Lindsay episodes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just have to get faster with our reading. Mm. Um, so, episode two. <laughs> yeah. So begins with the cold open, which uh, Rand's having a bad dream. Yes. Any thoughts about that, Helen? Um, he gone crazy or something. Is that like the effect or whatever of what he something? <laughs> yeah, he's hearing voices. There's lots of like kill them and and whispery as you watch like in all of his stuff that happens in the episode. So he's going a bit crazy, you reckon? I don't know. I mean, it says yeah. he's supposed to go crazy. I don't pay attention to Rand, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, because he's so boring. <laughs> I like him. Like, the only bit I liked of him was when he was in the hospital and caring for that old guy. I was like, oh, yeah, that's Errol. nice. Errol's cute, yeah. yeah. So we will talk about, we'll get Rand over and done with first and then we'll move on to other stuff, okay? <laughs> so in terms of the cold open, Rand has a bad dream and um, – He's brooding, looking out the window, and he's got yeah. a new lady friend. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's left his girlfriend, and now he's just having sex with with the this other lady. Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they seem to have they seem to have a um arrangement where he mm. pays his room and board with sexual favors and also money. And oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. So he, like, he gets sure. a discount for the sexy time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like I can't um, afford then, to order this. Yeah. And then and he's kind of she's like, always oh, ends like this. She's like, come back to bed. And he's like, no. No, I'm being all broody and mysterious. Yeah, I'm all dark yeah. and mysterious. <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna go he gets up in the, the morning. A bit more. <laughs> he gets up in the morning to go to work and we see him kind of walk through that he's so he's in Kyrian, he's in the foregate of Kyrian. Um and he walks through and everyone's happy, he's got friends. He gives a beggar child some money and then gets some breakfast from a dude. And then he um, arrives. He goes through the main gate with, like, a special pass and arrives in, like, this kind of hospital place for um, people battling mental illnesses, it looks like. Yeah, mental hospital by the looks. Yeah. Um, That's the end of the cold open, but um, we will discuss, like, we're going to go, like, kind of character groupings. And like storylines rather than yeah. like sequentially through the scenes in the show. So um, we see, we do pick up with Rand later in the episode where he's back in the hospital. So it's just exactly where we left off in the cold open. Um, and he goes and um, looks after Errol. Yeah. Because mm, very adorable. So when he walks into the mental hospital, I sent you the message saying, 
Randall works at a place with gentle dudes. That's dark. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we've got was like these have all been like stilled and gentle. Yeah. The word is gentle. Yeah. I said the right word because Aaron confirmed in a message almost immediately that I used the right word. <laughs> yeah. Yes. One of them's stilled and one of them's gentled, and it's stupid. There shouldn't be gendered language for the same freaking thing. <laughs> no, but it's all gendered. The whole thing. Um. Yeah, we've got Caitlin's stream of consciousness. Mm. And I think all you've got is Randall works at a place for gentle dudes at the start and then later you say, don't be mean to Errol. Yeah, no, I went, heck, that's dark. And then I moved on to the next scene and um, don't be mean to Errol. <laughs> and that's yeah. basically it. Yeah, that's it because, like, we don't see much more of Randon. I don't think we see anything more of this Randon in this episode. Uh, he does a... Oh, he, he beats does, up the he dude. He yeah, he, um, he pops the jumps that so he guy. Can get the job. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he, we see this whole sequence, which is the nice, the nice bit where he yeah, he yeah. comes into Errol's room and Errol is like, "Oh no, the Aiel, they've breached the walls. Oh no, we're under attack. Ah, it's very like the Russians are coming. PTSD, yeah. war vet kind of thing." Yeah. Um, and Rand's just like, "Yes, this happens every day." We get to start fresh because you don't remember, and then Errol but kind Errol's of warms got up to a bit him. Of cognizant because he very quickly goes, "I do know you." Like he calms down very quickly for someone. Yeah, he accepts it quite quickly. Forget. Yeah, um, and then he talks about sword forms and stuff, and that he used to be a blade master, and he's uh, he's adorable. Yeah, and they plot together. When the mean guy comes out, it's like, yeah, 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 scaredy boy, got the PTSD, can't remember anything, and like ha, as ha, ha. they're picking him up and getting him settled again. He's like, well, at first I would stab him like this and then I would stab him like that. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, well, he caught us off guard, but we'll get him next time. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yes, this is how we'll do it. <laughs> and yeah. I'm sure if someone is paying attention to all of the swan stabs the beaver in the sunlight sword form names, they'll yeah. work out that later on he actually does do that to the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in he is learning. Yeah, and we we do see a little bit more of his relationship with Celine after he goes and beats up the dude. So he's like looming around in the nighttime, and the um, Jumps nasty guy way. is like yeah. just laughing with his friends, and then goes off down a dark alley, and Rand's like stalking him, and then jumps him, beats yeah, him up, he uses his magics a little bit too. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, and the magic is saying, kill him. He's like, oh no. Having an angsty, broody moment, and goes home, and Lady is there, and he's like, yeah. "Go away! I want to brood." <laughs> exactly, yeah, and she, she says, "No." She's like, "We're going to brood together," <laughs> and then he's all like, "I'm a scary man. Look how scary I am!" And she's like, "I like it." <laughs> he's yeah. like, I'm into that. <laughs> I am into whatever's going on right now. <laughs> Let me go yeah. get my letters and my whips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a little bit like that. Mm. Um, and, and then we see at the very end of the episode, the very last scene, that um, Rand's kind of been working his way into getting into the garden. So the dude that he jumped was looking after Loghain mm. and um, Rand wants to meet with Loghain and so he, like, gets in the garden. He's like, oh, hello, I'm your new orderly. We're very similar. We and Loghain's like, I can see magic. <laughs> Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, when we finished, um, Helen's first thing was, "Oh, it's that guy." <laughs> yeah, I was looking at that because half of them are like, "I feel like I've seen these characters before," <laughs> like, and then that guy comes up, it's like, "Oh, I've definitely seen him. It's that guy." <laughs> yeah, so it's Logan who was the false dragon who got yeah. gentled in yeah. episode four last season, and he's surprised he got put in a mental hospital, not a cell somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, so he's in Kyrian in this um, asylum, yeah. mental hospital place. Um, obviously, he's rich or has a patron, and that's why he gets to be in the garden, like the lady said. It's like it's just mm-hmm. the same work. It's just that the rich people get the nice place to live. Yeah. Mm. Do you reckon it's the Aes Sedai being like paying for him to go be in a Wasn't spot? Isn't he where like they can see him? a prince or something? I can't remember. He. It's not stated, but he is. He's from Geldan, and he and he was a noble in Geldan, so he comes yeah. from yeah money. Um, but it um he kind of tried to take over, yeah. So maybe he has his own money, or like people are still worshiping him, kind of. 
Or maybe, yeah. Maybe. But they maybe. still have some very loyal followers, potentially. Possibly. Yeah, so anything else to say about Rand's storyline for this episode? Looks weird without hair. I like <laughs> Errol. <laughs> yeah. Errol is, is the Have we met Errol before? No, he's a okay. new character. New character. Yeah, yeah, it's very sweet and very like, oh, I like that relationship. Yeah, they're yeah. really good at introducing the side characters in like quite a short amount of time to the point hmm. that like you get very attached to them and if something bad happens to Errol, which I can't remember because I haven't rewatched ahead far enough, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> yeah. I only had him for a day and a half, but if anything yeah. happened to him, I would kill everyone and then myself. <laughs> Well, it's like it's like how I got excited about the Tom fellow that danced with what's her face. Um, oh yeah, it was they got only in it. like six seconds of the episode, and I was like, no, he can't be murdered. <laughs> yeah, how dare? Yeah. yeah, they are they are sort of setting Rand up a sympathetic. Like he gives the beggar boy some money, and he's made new friends and things. Yeah, he's yeah, got he's, he's nice got his um, and he's kind. He's nice to Errol. So but I feel like that's a well, way I, that I would assume he would be nice to Errol because Errol would remind him of his dad, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. his dad's got the sword and is very is sort he... of, I'm going to tell he... you stories about how to behave properly, yeah. <laughs> not and necessarily. He probably has, you know, similar kind of, you know, what are they called, ideology type things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah similar generation maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's Community, what Rand that's does. The they that both had for. the swords with the heron mark or something. Blabe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's Rand. Um, next I would like to talk about the happenings in the White Tower. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, so let's begin with Nynaeve and Leandrin. They kind of go together. Yeah. Yeah, so what do you think about Nynaeve and Leandrin, Helen? Um, the hospital bit when I'm watching it, I'm thinking that I feel like Nynaeve should go into medicine stuff, mm. become one of those ones. Like, that's her place in this. Yeah, the yellow Aja. Yeah. They, they have the and hospital. They want her to be healing. a warrior, but I feel like her path is she wants to be a healer, and that's where she would do best. Yeah. Because she was. That's what she did as a wisdom. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Leandrin brings or pulls Nynaeve out of chores to go and visit the hospital, and there's an yeah. accepted there. Um, With very cool <laughs> embroidery on her dress. Yeah, rainbow, rainbow sleeves. And um, she gets to do the healing stuff. So she's working in the hospital and she, yeah. like, heals this girl. Um, and Leandrin picks up some crimson thorn. Yeah. Swipes yeah. it. Yeah, Which is like it. it's a... Which we just learned is a poison. But if you dilute poison. it enough, it, like, makes people not feel things. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's like, like lots killer. of medicines. Yeah. yeah. Just like most things, herbs and medicines and stuff. Like yeah, this. and we also have a little bit. So Leandrin, we get a little bit of that exposition of what. So we know the the yellow Aja does the healing, um, but the red Aja, um, Leandrin's Aja, she's like trying to dirty rush Nynaeve and be like, look, um, it's all really great that the yellows heal people, but my Aja, we're trying to get it so that people don't need healing. Anyway, like we're trying to fix the world before. Which doesn't we get to make that. sense because yeah. everyone still would still, still gonna get, get sick. cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that like aren't, isn't your whole thing like fighting and battle, like yeah. it doesn't really The green Aja is the battle Aja. Okay. The red so Aja is that I'm gonna go stab the boys. The, yeah, the, we're gonna. The, the, the they're like the police. Aja. Yeah, they're like we're the police. We're trying yeah. to make the world a better place. But like yeah. a military police rather than like like a, a secret police, police type, you know. What are they called back in the 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 Russians and the Germans had them, or was it just the More Russians? More like the SS. Yeah. Oh yeah, kind of like the SS because they weren't that secret. Yeah, they, mm. they called them the secret police, but they weren't. And they're secret. very very powerful. Mm. Yeah. And they can just yeah. like storm in and say something, and mm. if they happen to murder someone or take away all of their possessions, like who who's to complain? Because maybe they'll be the ones that are next. They've got the power to do so. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we also get a little bit of information about how I said I age slower. Yeah. So they're mm. like alive for like hundreds of years and stuff. Which does make the Snape reveal perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, uh, a little bit of politicking. So Alana and Shiriam have a meeting and Alana brings her warders to like back her up and they're like, we can't put Nynaeve through the arches yet. She can't even channel properly. Rah, 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 rah. And Shiriam's like, it doesn't matter. 
Like, we're voting on it. And you only get one vote because your waters don't count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know you're ganging up on me. Yeah. 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 So there's a little bit of that politicking and stuff that goes on. Do you have any thoughts on that, Helen? Uh, like the way that she seems to... There is like this whole thing in the back where she's going to leave and go back up Moraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alana. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh, does she know where Moraine is? <laughs> They're having secret communications? Maybe. So, like, she's not going to be involved with the politicking anyway. Yeah, because she's like, it doesn't matter what she says now because she's obviously talked to all the various people who can vote and they're all like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then so uh, Nynaeve goes to see Leandrin. Um, but she's left her room already and she follows her and finds a secret passage. Yeah, and there's, like, the echoey effects of like a horse and a market above her make it real spoopy in the tunnel. Yeah, spoopy door! Spoopy <laughs> <laughs> door! Very, 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 like, creepy and like, oh, yeah, if you were actually walking through that tunnel with those with those sounds above you, that would be really freaky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but also it's like how a lot of, like, horror movies make, yeah. like... It's ordinary, but it's, like, removed. Yeah, mm. and, like, it's because of the, the way that the... um hallway i suppose the tunnel is yeah built that's how the sounds mm. echoed but like i'd be hacking spooped trying yeah. to like work out what's going on very brave um, have you brave. seen your stream of consciousness comments on that yeah secret door evil spoops yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then i had to focus because there was important stuff happening <laughs> yeah um and they yeah. see the guy from the the, the apparently the moraine the man in North Harbour. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So it turns out the man in North Harbour is Leandrin's son. Yeah. Shocking. No one guessed that. Nope. Not at I all. was like, oh, I told you there would a be a spook lover, uh, but, oh, reveal. a son, yeah. Yeah. But it, it makes sense because she was young when she left her village. Yeah. And she was leaving a bad situation, which... Seems to be that she was like married to someone, or someone made a baby in her. Yeah, we and don't then, know about like, like what ex- her background is, or how this came about, or anything. Yeah, but it clearly is something There's that some has trauma. happened to her, yeah, and she like, did she not the, agree to what she did not. She did not agree to whatever happened to cause the son to exist. She does not take mm-hmm. it out on her son, but she doesn't trust that on the world men yeah. in in general. Yeah. Um, she's got some very strong and she's opinions. Fleed, or she's escaped, or she's got some. Somehow, she's managed to get somewhere where the White Tower picked her up and went, "Cool, come with us." And she hid her son nearby, where she could sort of watch him live his entire life. And now he's very old, very, very ill, sick. and in pain. And she's trying mm. to help him, but she didn't go through the yellow arja. She doesn't have any healing, mm. really. She's only a weapon. Mm, and it yeah. seems she can't ask anyone for help even Nynaeve who comes in offering help she like slaps her and yells at her to go away yeah yeah it's like yeah you're you're stuck in your ways you can't change even though and then the whole thing was like oh is Nynaeve gonna come in and heal the thing and then you'll be kind of friends oh well, no because no, her secret's been exposed by this person that mm-hmm. she can't mm-hmm. trust yet even if she can she does have anyone that she does trust. Mm. And the this person's immediate response to finding out her deepest, darkest secret is to tell her that she's doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And clearly, as a mother, she cannot take criticism because she's she's done her best with the situation that was at hand and she's struggled through watching mm. her child. And obviously and she has no trusted friends in the tower, not even yeah. like of her Aja that she can ask for help or even yeah. reveal this secret mm, yeah. to. And some of that could have been the early life trauma. Some of it could mm. have been the po- bullshit politicking in the tower. Yeah. So she's like every time that she's opened herself up previously, potentially she's had she's been knocked back or someone used mm. it against her and so she's just and never And from what we've seen... Shared. What we've seen as well is um, like all the whenever we've seen any ISA interactions with each other, it's all very formal in the mm. tower. The only the less formal stuff is um, Moraine with Adelaus and Verin. Yeah, um, but, but that's well in the tower has the been tower. very formal. Mm. 
They don't seem to be friends at all, do because they? Because you can't trust them. Lorraine Aes Sedai. Leandra Aes Sedai. Not your actual name. And sister. Yeah. yeah. Even Queen Mummy is like the only time that they drop the politicky bullshit mm, is when they're, they're completely that. alone. Mm. But they still pick that up. Mm. And the fact put it that back Moraine on. can threaten her with the presence of this son, like, oh, I can tell people about this son you have. And that's yeah. obviously there is a threat somewhere. Yeah. 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 So, like, all of her behavior revealed. indicates that if it's revealed, it, it will be used against her. Mm. Bad things um, will happen. Which kind of makes sense where she's a bad guy because she's obviously tried to find a way to help her son make everything okay. And but is she a bad guy? She's, is she a bad she's guy, a snake. Helen? Yeah, she's one of those. Like I said, it's all. She thinks she's doing the right thing, but it's all gonna blow up in her face, and it's not really the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifth but all the bad people think they're in the right. Yeah. Oh, everyone. But is she? Is she? Um, is she on the side of the dark one, thinking she's doing the right thing, or is she just? No, like... she's the. I'm gonna murderize the dark ones, and uh-huh. it's on a, uh, all along she was just playing into their hands. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. She's very definitely very sympathetic, especially in this episode. Um love her so and- much. She's such a good bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not as good as Celine, but up there with Celine. <laughs> yes. And um we get a little bit of like Nynaeve trying to find Egwene and Egwene's never there and yeah, like Nynaeve's never there when Egwene is looking and stuff like that. And yeah, all that kind of missed stuff. Um, and then the last thing we get with Nynaeve is Leandrin turns up at her door. Oh no, Nynaeve hears um, she's looking for bitching about her. Yeah. And yeah, she hears half of a conversation and she's mm. really hurt because she has given up everything to stay at the tower for I just said Egwene. Egwene, yeah. And Egwene's yeah. just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so everything's so easy for her. It's not like she even like cared. Yeah, and, and this like, whole time Nynaeve, like, even last episode, Nynaeve mm. was trying to find Egwene to, like, talk to her and they never really got to, mm. um, except for the, the Beltine letter. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's, they've just kind of missed each other all the time. Um, so, yeah, so, and um, also the conversation with Maxim and Ivon about finding your reason, mm. and it seems to be that Nynaeve's reason to be at the tower is, is Egwene. And then Egwene's just going like, me, 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 me. And you shout all <laughs> like, over it because she's like such a suck. <laughs> she's so mm-hmm. suck. Yeah. But there's just kind of a misunderstanding, I think. Like yeah, they're just yeah. missing each other and not talking and not seeing the struggles that each other are going through. Yeah, because um, they're completely opposing struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, Nynaeve mm-hmm. doesn't want to be there and keeps getting told that she's capable if she just applied herself and she's yeah. constantly applying herself and it doesn't work that way for her. And Egwene is applying herself and getting results and going like, why can't you just like be better? Also, yeah, at and the she's same kind time, of like, overlooked as well because she's not as good as what yeah, Nynaeve's potential like, is. Yeah, so it's mm. it's like those people it's who... Tough understand concepts quickly and easily sort of getting shat on because they don't have to study to get their head around something new Uh, but at the same time they don't understand like a fundamental step somewhere um and Mm. no one's wanting to help them because they understand like this higher level thing um yeah so they can't get help they're trying really hard and the people that they're trying to get support from or help are like well I'm not struggling. It looks the way like that you've got struggling. everything. Yeah, you, it so looks like, like you, why are you complaining? Fine. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. And then um, Leandra turns up at Nynaeve's door, and and is like, <laughs> I wish I hadn't set these wheels in motion. Um, and then Nynaeve's brought down to Spoopy Basement to do her accepted test. Bum, oh bum, my god! What did you think about that, Helen? I'm like, I don't even know what this accepted test is about. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we don't know yet. It's all very like, mysterious. Like mm. Jedi trials or something. Yeah, she's on her Jedi trial. But once she's accepted, Leandrin can teach her. That's why Leandrin was pushing yeah. for her to go yeah. through the arches. Yeah. Yep, so maybe we'll see that next episode. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. So let's move on to Egwene and Egwene's new friend, Elaine. Elaine! Mm. Yeah, what did, yeah, what did you think of Elaine, Helen? Like the first like introduction of her when she's like, oh, 
Now I'm uh, talking about how her room is messy and all the stuff yeah. she's got. And then, oh, you've just moved into, oh, no, you've been here a while. Oh, dear. This is your I've stuff. accidentally insulted you, like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's so offhand with everything. She's like, I'm so surprised that, like, they left all this junk in my room. And then, yeah. oh, they've left the junk in your room too. And it's like, those are my possessions. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's a foot in the mouth. And then she's like, displaying that she cares a lot because she's like oh look this is like two rivers um Stitching. handiwork yeah. like that's a, it's really well done and so Egwene's like what the fuck is this woman and then yeah. she's talking about how like she's really surprised she was allowed to be housed with the other novices and Egwene's like what the fuck are you talking about girl it's like, like you who are, even are you? <laughs> yeah like yeah. swanning around like this like real fancy noble (laughs) yeah she's like oh yeah i am literally going to be your queen so you're my subject yeah but but Um, also we could be best friends and then like goes off into this like sweet little like lonely little tangent where you're like oh princess baby you've just never had a friend in your life (laughs) so just just lived in your little um glass palace that you've never seen the outside world (laughs) so it's like you're you're generally nice you just don't know any better yeah yeah Yeah, she's just more kind of a little bit ignorant about how the world works in a way yeah um but she manages to make friends with Egwene and she and she does she makes bootleg liquor yeah, yeah, real fancy bootleg liquor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she gets told off for having maids and stuff. She's like, yeah, yeah I'll take the punishment. I'm- <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she's, there's it's a lot of like characterization in a, lo- a little amount of time, like, again. But, like, mm. she's very clearly incredibly lonely and desperate for a best friend um, mm-hmm. and has, like, read up all of the histories and all of the stories and worked out that like when she's at the tower this is when she's going to make her best friend and this is going to happen and she's so excited yeah um and, but she's also incredibly sheltered so she doesn't really understand how the world works but when she finds out that she's done something wrong or she's because of her name someone's done something wrong for her she's like i have to make this right and so doesn't give away the name and takes the punishment. And, like, I love the whole, like, before breakfast or after like question. Yeah. She's just like, I'm going to get yeah. so punished. Very, very matter of fact mm. and very direct. Yes. Like, she's, she's very young. sure. She's an honest like she's, person. Yeah, yeah, she's very sure of herself mm. and who she is and what she's there for, even when she doesn't know things and she is learning, but she's very kind of um, – like even when she's like, oh, I've said the wrong thing um, mm. and it's a little bit awkward, she like like takes that and She owns it, she doesn't it. sort of. Yeah, she like, owns it and kind of recovers from it instead yeah. of yeah, trying to backpedal or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, which I like yeah. about her very yeah. much. She's, she's yeah. one of the very good female characters. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you like Elaine, Helen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when we were, last episode when we were talking about that I identify hard with Egwene and Caitlin identifies hard with uh, Nynaeve and we're like, maybe you're a little bit more of an Elaine. She no, is more of an Elaine. she's, the, uh, she's too nice and too, like, <laughs> Elaine is you're not very that nice. nice. But, like, Helen, you know who you are as a person. Yeah, and, and you don't really give a shit. You don't really, yeah, like, you don't apologise and if someone calls you out on something, like, you might be like, oh, that's really mean. But, like, at the same time, you own it. And that's, like, yeah. Elaine. And maybe as much. we get to know Elaine a little bit more as we go along, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe you'll be someone else. Maybe you're, like, a Maureen. <laughs> maybe she's a mix of people. Yeah, maybe she's no one. Maybe she's her own person. <laughs> and no own characters. Character. She'll identify yeah. with someone and, it'll, and it, like, it'll come as, as like, a surprise. Because we'll be like, it could be any of these people. And Helen's like, it's this one. <laughs> yeah. um, anything else to say about Egwene or Elaine? Uh, I do like that she make, they make friends and it's very cute, their, friendship, yeah. their little friendship. Yeah. And when they're bitching and stuff and she kind of points out, yeah, you're being jealous, Egwene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're being a bitch, Egwene. jealousy looks like. Egwene's like, no, I'm not. No. She's like, I know what it minute. looks like. <laughs> this minute where she's yeah. like ah oh, i don't want to admit it but i guess i am yeah, yeah she's very gentle in the way she says it she's like mm. i suppose she kind of gives that sort of mediation or that like outside perspective yeah. of like 
and she kind of acknowledges it's like I understand that you feel this way and it's kind of legit but also you are a little bit it seems like you're jealous of aspects of um Nynaeve's journey of what's happening and then but you're also not really taking into account Nynaeve's struggles yeah and so Egwene I think to her credit like kind of takes that on board yeah, seems to start thinking about that like yeah, okay but also like because it's coming from mm. Elaine yeah she's like willing yeah. to consider and accept it whereas if it's yeah. coming from like Nynaeve she'd be like fuck yeah. it Get defensive <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah 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 and that's that's really true of yeah. a lot of relationships if you're too close to it it's hard yeah yeah, but someone outside with a different perspective, it's a little bit easier to listen to them. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes yeah. you have that one friend who is just has that dynamic with everyone where they very clearly care for everyone, but they're going to point out, hey, you are probably wrong in this case. Or yeah. you're allowed to be jealous, but like call a spade a spade. The reason why yeah. you're angry at Nynaeve is because you're jealous that not- Nynaeve has this power that you don't have, but have and you ever thought made that a fuss she's, of. yeah, have you ever thought that she doesn't want that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it, um, I suppose Elaine being the daughter heir of a very powerful nation means that she's probably been brought up in terms of you're going to be queen one day and you're going to be mediating disputes and yeah. in politics the- and having to navigate like world politics with other nations and all that kind of thing. So it seems like she's been kind of taught very well. Yeah, yeah. if politics was entirely mediating and coming up with solutions, I would be okay mm. with it. But politicking bullshit is just mani- there's manipulating so as well. Manipulation. Yeah. I mean, she's a woman in politics. And also, uh, like in the ye olden days, the woman's job was a lot was that mediating relationships a lot, and mm, that you know, is being true. social and yeah. being the wealth of conversation where the man just had to stand there yeah, and convincing yeah. people that it's yeah. in their best interests when the men walk in the room, strutting around, being like, oh, "I'm super powerful." To placate mm. all the the strong personalities. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's yeah, is that word placate or placate? Placate, placate, I don't know. One of those Aaron, words that you've only you, ever read. Yeah, yeah, I know. And now I'm All like, right. Where's Forvo? Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> we need you to do that speech thingy. It's placate. American is placate. Yeah, okay. I don't think I've ever heard that word spoken before, which yeah, is why I, I was like, I that's cool. Either. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. the last little bit of the tower that I wanted to talk about was Matt. Matt and Min. Yeah, yeah. he's My got a thought friend is, now. Yay, yeah. Matt and Min. Yes, this is the straight romance the story deserves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was your stream of consciousness. Um, yeah. So we first see Matt that Leandrin brings him some honey cakes because she's feeling generous, Sweet and he does cake. this cool little mime of her locking the door. Yeah, and walking away, and like, yeah, she's far enough away. Okay, I'm gonna put my. I'm gonna yeah. Now I'm gonna actually eat these things. Yeah, because he's being very cool he's being about. a like, psychistic little shit, but just for himself. <laughs> yeah, and so he's doing got his Shawshank tunnel behind the like dresser or whatever it is behind yeah. the furniture, and he finally gets through, and he's like, oh, it's another cell, yeah. and then. No, face appears he's like oh yeah. <laughs> so he makes a new friend and yeah. she's got wine and he's like yes um <laughs> and so do you remember min from last season helen and i looked at her i was like oh this is a fa- character we've met isn't it i have no idea who she is and then she says talking about how she can see things i'm like oh it is that person yeah the she's a bartender yeah. um and we yeah. did see in the little previously on the wheel of time we did see a little bit of that in like the flashback of min's Moraine asking Min to look at the kids and what she sees and stuff. Um, So, yeah, she has visions that she's, like, very reluctant and then tells Matt that's why she's here. And then Matt's like, ah, I don't give a shit. Don't tell me what my future is. And she's like, Mm. really? Okay. (laughs) So that seems like not the typical reaction that she gets to her ability. Yeah, Yeah. because he's got his priorities and that has nothing to do with it. So he's like, you do you, this is fine, we're friends, you have wine. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) But then she does see a vision of him. What does Mm. he do, Helen? Stabbing Rand with his... Oh, no. Dun, dun, dun. Stabbing (laughs) Rand with the ruby dagger. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. The bad guy dagger. Yeah. 
Oh, no. Um, that's all we see of them, though, isn't it? Uh, this minute where she's going back to her cell because they'll check her during the night and he's like, will I see you again? You come visit, right? Yeah. I'm very lonely and I've only got mean lady for company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's the tower. That's kind of everything that happens in the White Tower. Um, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back soon. <laughs> And we're back. So now let's move on to Moraine and Lan. Yeah. And they're they're all floppy. Still, still sad. Still so sad. <laughs> yeah, they're so sad, they're but they're been... also really floppy. Yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah, being floppy like... on the couch and the chair while they're playing. Like... It's awkward. There's yeah. like tension. Um, what's your stream of consciousness, Caitlin? Um, <laughs> floppy Alan and Moraine. And Pheromones and Valkyrie, wife. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then oh my god bitch yeah or is that is that, yeah, that the don't that, be mean to errol bit no that that's oh my god bitch because moraine's like you couldn't even help me like she's yeah. very clearly she's pushing like, alan away by being like playing on his insecurities because his yeah. whole thing is i um, protect you get tomas to saddle my horse because you're still weak yeah and you're and like <laughs> and I can't, you won't do I, it right yeah like i'm if i can't trust you to like saddle my horse um, like pff, you're not gonna help me on this trip, and he's like, mm. oh, my feelings, yeah. <laughs> dagger, it's the one thing at the heart. So well, <laughs> yeah. And um, so Varen and Adelaide have started decided to accompany Maureen and Lan to the White Tower. Um, and Maureen's like, because Varen's like, I'm assuming you're going to the White Tower, and Maureen's like. I've been exiled from the wife tower. The white tower. The wife tower. The wife tower. The wife tower. <laughs> by the wife. By the wife from the white tower. And um, then Varen just goes, "I know." And Moraine's like, "Uh." She's like, "Words okay. don't necessarily mean what we say that they mean, do they?" Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to vow anything to you because, bitch, we yeah, all know that so those then- vows are restrictive. Yeah, so later we get to them camping and they're within sight of the White Tower and Varen, like, Maureen's being all broody and dramatic and not hanging with everyone else and having a good time. and Pretty Boy. Rand. Yeah, they are, like, the queens of the brood and the dramatic and the reveal. the drama. Yeah. 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 Don't talk pod. to me, yeah. I'm too busy angsting. Yeah. And I can't, and I have to pretend I'm dead for all my friends. And I'm going to say oh, some terrible things to drive you away yeah. rather than just explaining yeah. clearly with few yeah. words. Hey, this is all for your good. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> what I'm doing here is very dangerous and I am concerned for you. So I would like it if you could please stay here so that you are safe whilst I go do this very dangerous thing. Or give informed consent. Exactly. Yeah. So Varen like kind of confronts Moraine and is all like, oh, so I'm assuming that one of those boys that you brought to Tarvalon that I've heard about somehow mm. um, is the dragon reborn. And Moraine's like, <gasps> how did you know? Knife you. Who told you? <laughs> yeah. How did you run? Yeah. So do you remember what Varen said to Moraine, Helen? Uh, I only remember half of that conversation. <laughs> What's the half you remember? Ah, oh, I remember she was t- that, that bit basically that you re- remember, mm. <laughs> and then how she's got the knife, and uh, I just wanted to see how far you would go for the dragon. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yes. yeah, and then Moraine's like, "You need to swear to me that you'll keep my secret or something." And Varen's like, "We all know that every oath has loopholes, and who yeah. knows what we might need to do in the future? I might need to betray you." <laughs> for the greater good. Yeah, because yeah. we're all serving the dragon now and if I swear to you, that might stymie my abilities to help the dragon. And also eyebrows, eyebrows, I'm pretty sure I've witnessed you or I'm aware of you making an oath that it wasn't what it, like, everyone thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's all a bit more it's like, uh And then they go back to the fire and sit down and there's like kind of a nice little story time what's uh, the other lady's like how did you two meet you never told yeah, us that story and she's all like i bet he came galloping up on a black stallion and like all <laughs> sexy like, like yeah romance shirt story. open fluttering in the breeze <laughs> abs yeah. everywhere <laughs> Rain's like we've met in this other place yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're in a pond um, 
Yeah, did you like the little story, Helen? Yeah, that was cute. It's like uh, how she's like, he kept looking back at me and she's like, I thought you were a mercenary. It's out to kill me. Yeah. (laughs) Called Um, him meditating and reached for his sword and he was there within five seconds and threw her into the pond. Because she was yeah. a stranger reaching for a sword. Yeah, yeah. And he thought all Aes Sedai were old, so there's no possibility that this random woman's an Aes Sedai. She's quite young. <laughs> yeah. And he's really and he bad at meditating, he says. <laughs> well, at the time, yeah. he was really bad at meditating, so he was just pretending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it seems like Moraine's kind of the, the ice is breaking a little bit, but then later she's off with like her saddlebags and she's like, um, no, nah, man, all of that was kind of a lie. And um, we were never equals. And I only wanted to bond you because I knew you'd be all right when the time came for me to, like, send you on your way, basically. Mm. It's a bit yeah. where um, um, Lan is going through her saddlebags and takes the poem, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. I think that's the start. He's there going through her saddlebags and he grabs a poem and then she comes up and is all like, meh, 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 to him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like she's being away. sneaky and he's he's working out how to help her. Yeah. And then she reveals that um actually they didn't kill the dark one. Yeah. Rand's alive actually, but all they did was set his strongest lieutenant free. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, which is Maureen's favorite phrase. Mm-hmm. And um so we have a name for the man. His name is Ashamael. Yeah, that's the guy that's been in all the Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, the bad guy. He was talking about, like, who makes someone, what makes a monster and what makes a man. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. 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 So that's a Shamael, who is the Dark One's strongest lieutenant. He's one of the Forsaken. Um, And they're heckin' powerful because normally it takes eight Aes Sedai to to steal or gentle someone. Um, But uh, a Shamael just did it with a flick of his wrist. Yeah. And then it's like, you have no conception of the power they wield. Yeah, he's like, then explain it to me. He's like, I am loyal to you and I'm here for you. I am like, ride or die, Moraine. And she's like, die. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she she knows that. So she's like, it's all right. Alana's here to pack you up and take you away. Yeah. And she'll take your bond by force if need be, which, like, mm, that seems. Uh, not very oh, nice. and like his his little stony face being like, oh, bitch. How could no. you? Like, yeah, so that's where like, Alana you wounded was going. me before, and now you wound me deeper. <laughs> yeah. Just handing mm. me off like a parcel. Yeah. Like I'm not a real person to you. Yeah. Completely disrespecting me. Yeah. But he goes. Oh, he well, grumbles. I mean, like she goes and he stays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he lets her go, mm. I guess. Yeah, so he stole anything, a toy. Else? <laughs> <laughs> anything else about Maureen and Lan? Uh, that's the, um, you know, she's being her pretty dark. Ah, I need to protect you. That's why I'm doing this. And yeah. I feel like he's going to, because he's got the poem, so I feel like he's going to go along with this for now, but he's going to find a way to go and catch mm. up to her anyway. Because it mm. seems a little bit like she got the poem last episode and that's what kind of made her decide to leave. So now mm. she's got like a purpose again I guess mm-hmm. she's like figured out that actually it's a Shamael and um we're fucked and she needs to go find Rand to tell him that um he didn't do his job <laughs> yeah it's like oh, <laughs> they, just, they done fucked up <laughs> yeah. Rand we done um, fucked up we gotta go do this thing again <laughs> exactly yeah um yeah so that's Maureen and Lan it's a bit heartbreaking Mm. Um, and then the last little bit we've got to talk about is Perrin. Perrin, yes. Yeah. So he's having some more spoopy wolf vision. So they, they, his little team, they're following Elias really slowly and Uno's disappointed with how slow they're going. <laughs> he's like, how do so you track? Grumbly. He's just sniffing the air. It's not real tracking and stuff. He's so grumpy. Yeah. Um, and they arrive in this town um, and there's... Something's not right. Something is quite wrong. Something is not right. And now I sing this song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he sees a vision of like people being murdered by Mergels and dark friends and stuff. And Elias is like, it's a little bit, it would be useful if you knew the difference between reality and a vision. 
Yeah, he's like, like well, what are just... you doing to me? Stop! Ah. Yeah, it's like I'm not doing nothing. No, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah he's a bit mean though because he like yeah. kind of he starts apologizing because he sees these people and he's like, oh, sorry to interrupt. And then he mm. sees them all die and he's like, uh. and then Ingtar's like, Perrin, are you okay? <laughs> like, there's just all this like dead people here. <laughs> You're right. And Elias yeah. is like, idiot. <laughs> yeah, like, vision idiot. <laughs> Maybe sort yourself out. All of these people will think you're insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks bad, dude. Yeah. And they're like, and then, stone face all the time, please. <laughs> yeah. And then they find a murderal nailed to a door. A dun, door dun, drow. Dun. Yeah. And it's all very like, who could do this? Interesting. Yeah, who, who could get a murderal? Mm. Murderal's like the worstest of the worstest. Mm, and he was alive when they did it. So it's not like they like killed him and then nailed him up. Yeah. yeah. Very spooky. So they're all kind of freaked out. And so they go to a different town to spend the night. Mm-hmm. And then Helen had a question at the end of last episode about what about those people that came on the boats and attacked that girl on the Western yeah, Shore at the end yeah. of last season? The boat people. The boat people, old... yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. see them here. Attacking the town. Never yeah. good. They've all got... Freaky metal helmet things that like yeah. look like really hard to see out of, but also kind of like they're imprisoned in them. Yeah, yeah they got it's very insect like. They got all these bars and stuff, and they come yeah. sneaking in. They're like sneaking sneakly, and they're and just they sitting grab- there watching him sleep for a bit before they grab yeah. him. <laughs> and there's obviously like a boom, so they're like, okay, everyone's in position, and they've got their person that they have to drag. He's yeah. <laughs> like, boom, and they're like, grab him now and drag him out. And he's like, poor Perrin's like, what the fuck? But think about like the <laughs> chaos that that would create. It's like everyone's getting dragged out at the exact same time. It's not like house yeah. by house. Like mm-hmm. you'd it's win. Pretty chaotic, yeah. yeah. And um, they didn't. Um, they didn't bet on having a team of Shinar and soldiers there. And so we see as as Perrin gets dragged out going, what the fuck? We see Masima shirtless stabbing them. Yep, stabbing away, fighting. Yeah, he's pretty good. And then later, he let, like, there's a gap and then he comes out because obviously he's taken the time to put his armor on <laughs> before he comes out. Um, and loyal, roaring. Yeah, and yes, and he's all got ropes all around and they're all pulling him and they're like, where's Loyal? And Perrin goes, Loyal! Runs and pushes the guys out, mm. shoves them in the water so Loyal can get his little free and start, you know, throwing men around. Yeah, he seems pretty big and strong. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of chaos, but then gradually the Shinarans kind of rally together and they've got their armour on and they're like, yeah, and it seems like they're going to win. Yeah. And then... What dun, happens? Dun, dun. They bring out Tiva with their golden muzzles on and, oh, no, they can do the magics. <laughs> yeah, so there's these two women in grey and some, like, elaborate eye makeup and these, like, muzzles. Um, and then there's these two women behind them with, like, the blue face paint and they're, like, mm. shouting commands and then it makes the, the women do their, like, power, like, puppets. Yeah. It's really cool. Mm. And they just go, whoosh! Flatten them all. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't they didn't stand a chance. And then next minute it's the morning. Yeah. And they're all being kind of corralled in together. Yeah. Yeah. Taken before the new magistrate. (laughs) (laughs) There's this big old what do you call them? A palanquin. Palanquin, yeah, that's the one. And they come up and there's this, you know, masked lady and the the guy is there. Yeah, Shamael's there. Yeah. Yeah. So I love so um, this is the High Lady Suroth who enters on her palanquin and I love how extra she is. There's like It's like this pyramid and there's like 30 slaves carrying it and these soldiers and stuff and they've dragged that through the forest to yeah. be there. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's got to be timed exactly right that she like yeah, arrives with like the door. entrance. Yeah. yeah. And she's got her thing on and she's like, are they ready? And Ashamiel looks at Perrin and is like, they have to be. Very dramatic. Shamiel's pretty dramatic too, I reckon. I reckon he's yeah. all for it. Yeah. Like, too, they've come up with this together. They're like, now nah, we should enter the scene. It's all like right, they had to wait a bit because they got delayed a few minutes before they could do their dramatic entrance. That or he's yeah. manipulating her and being like, you know, it would be like a really cool thing to do right now. It's like that little town over there. Just like roll up in your little palaquin your giant pyramid palanquin. thing. <laughs> right. At the exact 
peak of morning, like as morning the sun hits and you're there and you're glowing and the sparkling from the gold and you just like lay down the justice that we're so scared of you. Bosses back home are going to be, fuck yeah, this bitch is amazing. And Mm -hmm. she's been like, I have a brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do did this you notice, thing. Did you notice her fingernails, Helen? Yeah. She because she's slashing them all over. She did a thing where her nails just went chung and they all yeah. kneeled. <laughs> you know, like, like, like man, the Wolverine claws, but yeah. Yeah. fingernails. She doesn't do they look like the ones them. from the very first scene last episode? Possibly. Yeah, there was that person under the table with like It the was a very brief glimpse of both of those. So it's like knitting needles. Maybe it was hers. But maybe or maybe there's other people with long nails like that. Maybe. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. But it seems like she's working with a chamele, so maybe yeah. maybe they planned it at that table. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she wouldn't be sitting at a table as equals with other people. How dare. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's a bit too high lady. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, very cool. They're very cool, very interesting. Um, and I think that's that's pretty much everything that I had. Anyone got any any more further comments about episode two? There's a slave How- girl that speaks for long nail lady who's like had the net around her face is made up of her hair. That's very cool. Yeah, they got some pretty cool costumes. Yeah, the wolf tracky boy when they're going to bed is like he's going. I prefer to sleep under the stars. Oh, it's like, yeah. they're not your pack, you know. Yeah. This is yeah. So he didn't get he didn't get caught up with all the fighting and stuff because he's obviously out in the woods somewhere. We didn't yeah. see him at all during the no. attack, did we? Nope. He's like just dipped. He's like, <laughs> see ya. It's just like, <laughs> sucks to be you. Yeah. It's a bit of a situation, but off I go. <laughs> yes. Any predictions for next episode, Helen? Uh, nope. nope. <laughs> Nothing happens. Did you have any um Stream of consciousness, Caitlin? Um, I don't think I no. wrote anything about parents story because by this point I've like sort of given up on Yeah, you just said about um, Maureen and Lan. You failed him. You failed him, oh, Maureen. Yeah, I was like, no, you failed him, Maureen. You can't do that. Don't let me go away speech. It's not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that was the last bit of the stream of consciousness for the episode. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but that was fun. So that was episode two. Um, so yeah, much happened. So much happened, yeah. I feel like more happened than in episode one. Like they're packing it all in. Lots yeah. going on. It's very exciting. Yeah. Um, so we have a shiny new Discord server. We'd love for you to join the conversation on all things neat. You can find the link to join in the show notes to this episode. You can also find us on Twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod. And we're also on Blue Sky at Isn't It Neat. And you can email us on Isn't It Neat Pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a review because that really helps us out. And thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat.